Hey there. On episode 5 of Thanks for Playing with DSM, we get real with Dan Exer about machines taking over the world. Dan Reyes learns the hard way he'll never again eat wasabi peas. And 90s movie quotes, gang. 90s movie quotes. Here we go. Everybody on three. One, two, three. Thanks, Thanks for playing. Somebody was way off on the note. Somebody was flat. We're super humble here at yeah. DSM. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're we're recording. Uh, you know, so um, this is podcast five. Uh, Dan and I have been keeping mm-hmm. track of the count. I, we may be somewhere in the ballpark of eight to ten listeners at this point. Uh, yeah, my family is four deep, so that counts for four. <laughs> I don't think my I don't think my family listens. I don't think I don't think I don't I can't even get my brother and mother to to listen to my podcast. So anyway. Um this is gonna be a tricky podcast because we have two dance. So I don't know how exactly I'm gonna differentiate quite yet. So I'm I've usually gone by Dan E. Last, okay. last name's Exter. So okay. what okay. do you you're Dan what? R. He's R? Dan R. Dan I, we'll R. figure this out. I'm not too worried about it. Local call me last name. You can call. You can <laughs> just say don't call him later. DSM Dan. Local, DSM Dan. That local work. Dan. Import Man, Dan. This is two Dan. Two Dan's and Leon. It's a decent. You said before it's a good jazz band. Yeah. Like, two Dan's and Leon. Record. Yeah. I I buy the LP. Or to get more listens on this podcast. <laughs> so, so here we are, kicked off officially. Cheers to podcast five with all ten, maybe eleven listeners by the end of this. It's growing each one though. You keep <laughs> giving a bigger number for each episode. It though. is. I, I am increasing. Yeah, I am. I'm just trying in my. Head. I don't know if it, there's. there's you're, no, you're gonna speak it into existence. There's actually no tangible metrics to back this up. As a digital marketing agency, we have no analytics to back it. That's the irony of this whole situation. <laughs> exactly. So, so um, Dan, you, Dan E, why don't there you go, go ahead and um, introduce yourself as our guest this uh, uh, for this fine podcast five here for Thanks for Playing. Sure. So my name is Dan Exter. That's where the E comes from. And I am a lead consultant at Theorem based out of Chatham, New Jersey. And we are a managed solutions business that works in the digital ad ecosystem. And essentially, we provide a multitude of services for our clients that are mostly on the sell side of that ecosystem from uh, ad operations to creative help to advisory, which is where I come in, Mm -hmm. and then also with data as well. So we have a full array of services that we provide to our clients, of course, to help them achieve a better bottom dollar and then to help them run their business much more efficiently. And and elaborate, if you can, on your part for a sec. So give me, like you you said, your your component. I work in our advisory division. Mm -hmm. So essentially what we do is we help uh, our clients uh, better understand where their position is in the market. Yep. So a lot of businesses uh, have a perception of who they are, but really it's that market perception that's mm-hmm. going to truly tell mm-hmm. them who they are, how they're perceived, and then we benchmark them against their competitors and cool. then do an even deeper dive if they want to better understand a programmatic strategy or how to better improve their ad operations, literally go in there and audit their business, speak to the market. We have a proprietary panel cool. of people that we speak to nice. uh, in the market, major agencies, publishers, ad cool. tech people, get their feedback if they've worked in that client's realm or in their industry or they're aware of them and how they're perceived. Mm. And what that does is that you're able to see how a mar- how a business is perceived in the market. Yep. And then you take that internal perception and you s- kind of match it up and see where there's alignment, where there's misalignment, yep. where there's gaps, what that business is doing well, where they are really poor in and what they need to improve on. So that's what we do as an advisory group. We're going to tech out, man. 
Yeah. We are totally going to tech out. Before before you go, <laughs> he's ready. He's Ch- like, chomping. He's, at the, he's at the starting at the block. Like he's, he's got a shake yeah. and they hit the glass and the, <laughs> yeah. the ice and the glass. This, the, the, my co-host for today's Podcast 5 is once again returning for his second round in only in only five podcasts. Yes. Mr. Dan Reyes, please introduce yourself. Tell, um, tell everybody what you do here. I mean... Who didn't hear from you four podcasts ago. At this point, the listeners that we have are the listeners (laughs) that we have, so they already know who I am. Give a little more credit, Um, though, to yourself. Yeah, so so, uh, (laughs) my name is Dan Reyes. Uh, I am the digital marketing director here at DSM. I handle everything from... Just leave it there. (laughs) Yeah, I just handle everything. Um, Good. More specifically, analytics, reporting, reporting. Email, social, website. If it's happening on the internet, I am the person uh, behind the curtain. Um, that's really it. The, the old interwebs. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. I basically. Am, I, am, I am the Wizard He's of basically Oz. the Wizard of Oz. I feel like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> and he did ride in a horse of a different color. So, all right, good. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I no, no. My, my first question was just what, what sort of clients uh, do you have? So, majority of our clients are, are publishers. or are on the sell side. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, anyone that houses or owns content or digital ads, media, um, they want to understand what they need to do better to serve their own clients. Sure. So, that's where we come in. Our bread and butter is mm-hmm. with publishers, mm-hmm. but we certainly have worked with some uh, specialty agencies before, some people in ad tech. Um, but... Again, the bread and butters with publishers. Cool. Uh, I sh- I'm so remiss. I'm the worst podcast host ever. I should have yes. introduced you to the concept of the podcast. Oh, so that, that would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you, what are we doing in blind, man? So uh, it's, as it is called, thanks for playing. The objective is it is game-based. Mm. So the idea here is that we're going to have a conversation, but in order to keep things light and keep things fun, we're going to interject with a game throughout our conversation. We try to keep things fun. So... The game for today's podcast is based around 90s movie quotes. So what I'm going to do... Oh, man. you fa- Was this... Did you know that I, I'm i like a movie junkie? <laughs> That's and I right. Love I did it, but now I'm feeling this is pretty stacked. It's you know, a stacked deck right now. I was live in the 90s, but just barely. I still have DVDs. I have DVDs that my wife is like, they're oh, collecting man. dust. I'm like, we are not getting rid of our DVDs. My man. not going anywhere. My man. Nowhere. I like the old formats. Yeah. <laughs> so I will be interjecting with 90s movies quotes. Now... The the this is a penalty based game. So get the movie quote right. Oh, All good, man. Right. All good. We continue the conversation. Get it wrong, you pick a penalty from a bag. Is it a bag? There's no bag. It's just a penalty. Uh, apparently, Laura will arbitrarily assign a penalty to you. Uh, the I concern don't, I don't trust this at all. They, <laughs> the, the concern that comes uh, with the penalty is that I've listened to two of these, and one of them was math based, which is a big fear of mine. See, and I, then and I'll, then another I'll take one. The math <laughs> don't worry. No, no, I'll give you my math. And then the other one was you guys were drinking this concoction called the Ray of Light. Oh, yeah. I'm not messing. Around. I got I, yeah. I, I still think I'm in my glory days of high school, so I still play competitive don't basketball. <laughs> so I'm not looking to take any concoctions, don't or worry. shots, or drinks. Don't don't worry. The, the okay. Tonight, we, we took into consideration this is an evening podcast, you, and we, everybody you. has events after work. So yes. We're, we're going to be, we're going to be, uh, we'll keep this one, you know. Thank you for your mercy. <laughs> we'll keep this yeah. one non-alcoholic. Um, all right. So having said that, okay, so let's, I'll, I'll interject with a quote soon, but I, I we started talking a little bit about your business. We're going to get back to that. Sure. What I, I'm particularly excited, I'm, I'm very philanthropic. We had this conversation when, when Dan and, and I first met, we sat down for dinner. Um, and I'm very involved in the American Cancer Society. You also have a charity, yeah. and I absolutely love it, and yeah. I want to talk about it. So tell us a little bit about it and yeah. give us some perspective Thank on you. That. So Layups for Life is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. 
that raises vital funds for cancer research and clinical trials that support uh, cancer research institutions such as Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Fantastic. Center. So we've been around since 2014. Our grand team of two people consists of myself and my wonderful <laughs> wife. Um, and we <clears throat> have raised since 2014 a total of $76,000. Spectacular, wow. dude. Uh, this Spectacular. past year, we just put the official stamp on our fundraising seasons, we call mm -hmm. them, to play along with the sport theme. And for this season, we raised over $25,000, which was our all-time fundraising high. That's great. So I literally had a conversation at my lunch break with my rep at Sloan Kettering to decide where we're going to put the funds and what yeah. we're going to do with those funds. Um, it's very exciting. Uh, Sloan Kettering is uh, uh, revolutionary Absolutely. in what they're doing with cancer research. Uh, I happen to personally know because I myself am a cancer survivor. I did not uh, know that. Yeah, yeah. No, so, kidding. yep, yep. So I was... Uh, diagnosed at the age of 27 wow. with uh, something called ALL, which uh, acute lymphoblastic leukemia, mm -hmm. which is typically found in young children. But lucky me, I got it at 27. Wow! So um, went through the gamut, uh, radiation, for, yeah. you know, the whole chemo, and and then I received a T cell depleted transfusion. I needed a donor for that. Mm -hmm. uh, they check siblings. I wow. have one brother. 25% chance of him being a genetic match. If not, then I go on a national yeah. donor registry yeah. list. Mm -hmm. uh, so, which would have complicated things, made things drag out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Very lucky, 25% is all I needed, is as he was wow. like a perfect match. Jeez, that's spectacular. So this treatment, once upon a time, like you know, 10, 15 years ago, was once a clinical trial, yeah. right? Yeah. But because of other fundraisers and donors that supported Sloan and gave them yeah. money, it's now one of the go-to treatments Jeez. for cancers like mine. So. Certainly paying it forward. I used to certainly get involved with uh, other events, you know, walks and runs, you yeah. know, yeah. support. But now I am a full-blown advocate yeah. in, in supporting what we do. Dan, so. that's incredible, man. Yeah. How, so how long have you been cancer-free? Four years. Spectacular. Four years. Four I'm years so glad free. to hear that. Yeah. That's uh, that's really wonderful. Yeah. Guys. No, so it's 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 a good thing. It's, you know, I love sports. I love basketball, the game. Yeah. And what we started out as just a one-off basketball <laughs> tournament, and we've, and we've quickly grown that to have multiple events in the health, sports, and fitness. In this yeah, space, yeah. and you know, obesity from a report that I recently read is soon going to become the number one. Uh, not, I don't know if I want to say causes, but yeah, it, right. for yeah, cancer, right? It yeah. pass. It's passing smoking. Wow. So you know, fitness and health and how you That's treat your body is, yeah. is so important. Well, I shouldn't say it. it's. Not, it's I say it's unbelievable, but it's really not. If you mm. think about it, you know, mm. we don't. I think we have to realize the implications that 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 exist. Or that we that are involved in us and the way we treat our bodies and what we put into it. Yeah. Right? We're we're basically machines. Yep. We're very mm -hmm. complex machines. And yep. you know, you put shit gas in a car, you're gonna get a shit car that runs <laughs> no like doubt. shit. No doubt. It, so um um I didn't know that. I'm I'm yeah. glad you shared that. It's and all good. and I so as a means to plug because it's worth it. Why not? We're talking about. No, I appreciate it very much. For eight, for eight years, I've been uh, uh, on the committee for the American Cancer Society for for a, a golf outing that we host out of mm. North Jersey. And I've been the committee co-chair now this this past this past year, and um, and it's funny you, you mentioned uh, some of the hospitals that you mentioned, Sloan. So we 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 were able to get uh, Hackensack Meridian to be our sponsor this year, presenting wonderful. sponsor of the outing this year, which is wonderful, and they have a partnership with MSK. So it's really it's a big deal that they're going to be there mm. this year, and and in the eight years, oh let's see. I've been a committee member for a little over eight years now. In the 10 years that the committee has existed, so there mm. were only two where I wasn't involved, we've raised just shy of $4 million. Incredible. Wow. For, Incredible. For American Cancer Society. Yeah, so our, our outing this year is in September, September 17th, and 
we're on track to raise 200 grand with this with this out unbelievable is, yeah it's it's just spectacular so last night it's really timely last night we went to so american cancer society this sounds like an ad for american cancer society. I, <laughs> well not, you had a, you, you did an optimum ad last time a couple <laughs> yeah, shows ago yeah, you do an optimum ad i didn't mean it to be but it, it, so last night we they they have something called the hope lodge they have yep. several of them across the country that are funded by the, the acs and um the, so last night we went and made dinner Mm. So the committee went and made dinner for the patients that are currently mm. uh, staying at the Hope Lodge. So the average stay is about three weeks. These mm. are pa- these are people who are are who live outside of the tri-state area who have to come to the city for treatments mm-hmm. at, at Sloan and Columbia mm. and these hospitals sure. who can't afford it. Yeah. And the American Cancer Society will put them up at the Hope Lodge yeah. free of charge for that time and and a caregiver along mm. with them. And the average stay is three weeks long. So you know it's it's man it's such a you know I posted about it this morning. It, it, you you want to see. There's such a disconnect, man. We take we take life for granted. No Obviously, doubt. your perspective has changed given what you've went through. But yeah. when when you're looking at these people, y- your humanity starts to be better defined for you. Sure. you know, these are people literally fighting for their lives, and t- for you to be there and make a hot meal for them is no, it's great. I mean, it's just a spectacular thing, and you leave feeling a thousand times better than when you got there. Even though you would think it would be the opposite, you know, you yeah. would think that you'd leave feeling terrible, but you don't. You just your soul feels full. Mm. Because you did something right for the right reasons for people that it means so much to, you know. Uh, you know the th- the saying that I keep: be the change you wish to see in the world, yeah, right? Absolutely. And that's such a gold, you know, it's the golden standard for me, at least. So yeah, you know, man. we wanted to do something, make a difference, and what you're doing is incredible. That's great, you know, man. it's you know, American Cancer Society. So it's all the same team, right? All, all oh, doing yeah, the same thing. Yeah, everyone's you know? fighting so for the same thing. No doubt. Cancer so doesn't care who you are, where you're no from. No doubt about right? it, man. It just you know. Um, so anyway, so what's the site for Layups? For, let's plug that. Yeah, real quick. so yeah. it's layupsforlife.org. Cool. So like a basketball layup, L-A-Y-U-P-S, the cool. number four, life.org. That's excellent, man. Let's hope people pay attention and start yeah. getting involved because that's awesome. Appreciate that. And just for the sake of plugging it, it's acsnnjgolfclassic.com. Um, we're pretty excited about this year. So this is a really tough transition because I don't know how to transition. <laughs> yeah, to I was thinking about. I did not feel like mean, we have yeah, to. I was thinking about. We, we, hey, you know, we talk about. Maybe all this I stuff. should. Maybe I should have, have a movie quote now. <laughs> maybe I should have a drink. You know, we what have. I mean? Yeah, we, we have to transition because I got to get these questions. Yeah, no, it's no, all right. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, the whole yeah. point. But um, so let's so let's let's change the pace a little bit. I, Dan, as our guest, I'm going to give you the first question. Bring all right. On. So so I'm I'm looking and I'm thinking of what you might. Get not get. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna start with a really easy one for okay. you because he's. I guess. hope it's I'm easy. gonna go easy on him. We'll see. The quote is, "I God, I I don't want to say it in the voice like that's I. Why I that's yeah, a, that's a weird quote. Yeah. So so the quote is, "You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man." What is the Big Lebowski? Oh, yeah. I, had, I had to give him an easy one. I had to give him that is correct. It is the Big Lebowski. You are safe from penalty. Wipe, wipe sweat off. Brown, so. Mr. Reyes, I'm not convinced you're going to be quite as the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not feeling strong about Dan, this. Dan, Dan, this one should be easy. Don't say that because it puts so much so unneeded much, pressure. So much unnecessary on pressure. Yeah. It's very, very short, though. It's three words. Oh He's freaking out. I'm, I, Ready? I, I know the punishment list. And I'm not, <laughs> none of them. None of them sound great. Okay. Oh, as if. Clueless. Oh, oh good man. See, I, I guess. Good we man. start easy. Start easy. <laughs> See, it's hard for me to uh, say. Like, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. not to like be overly into. The, all right, so that the two easy ones. We'll get those out of the way quickly. Uh, well done, gentlemen. The penalties Thank are you. at least for now. You're safe. So. Dan, let's get back to business, man, because yeah. I, I want I want to. So so I want to make sure people genuinely understand. 
because what you do mm. is fairly complex. Mm. Okay, so dumb it down for everybody, man. Like, like give us give us sort of the the layman sales pitch on yeah. why someone should pay attention, right? And and we I think we know the answer, sure. But let's make it really obvious. Sure. So I mean, specific to advisory with with what I do yeah. in my department, I think businesses in our industry want to know so much of where they stand in the market and how they're perceived in the market. Yeah. And you can sit around. Or they should. Sh- right. They should absolutely want to know. You could sit around all day long around the water cooler, as we call it, and say you have this great product or you have this great service and everything is wonderful and yeah. green on your side of the fence. Yeah. Where the market, or even more so your clients, may think the complete opposite. And they may think differently. They may say, listen, compared to other people that we've been pitched with, we're working with them, but their shortcomings are this, or yeah. they can do better here, yeah. or they need to improve there. And <clears throat> let's say it was a B2B client, and you know, compared to us, we look at the Financial Times, we look at other B2B players, mm-hmm. and you know, they do this better, or we look at them in this certain way. That perception, that reflection to what the market is telling <clears throat> you can help you adjust how you work your business, sure. how you strategize how you grow how you develop and most importantly how you can see more revenue sure right so we had a b2b client for example that we found that they were greatly missing a product offering from from their overall business offering right Mm -hmm. huge gap yeah identified that told them that it could help bring more spend to their platform and essentially they took that advice and now they've gone forth and we like to think because of that recommendation yeah. we made. I love it. Um, See, that that's, that's the right way to explain it, right? You right. G- give somebody a case study. Get, this is how we did it for exactly. somebody and that's how we made the difference. Yep. That's the right way to do 100%. it. 100%. And, and our world's crossed, I think, to a certain extent, sure. fair to say, right? So we, you know, our focus has always been uh, try to minimize waste. Mm. That's really what mm-hmm. we try to focus on. It's like I, the slogan of our market. It, Everyone wants to try to minimize waste. It, right? And every, the problem, that I think the problem we, we, we all face, candidly, is that everybody's trying to do it. Whether or not any party is successful. actually succeeding or not is still mm. up for debate. Yeah. Uh, the tools, the technology, the methodology is all there. Mm. Um, where, where the rubber meets the road, though, it's not quite as easy all the time. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Reyes? I, I think that there, Reyes. Are so, there are so many options out there everyone's saying that they have, you know, the number one solution to do this. Yeah. And, and it's tough. It's tough. A proprietary algorithm is another one that I see <laughs> yeah, so I much on, on a website. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Tell me what that means exactly. It's we, right up, we develop something that we think is smarter than what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah. it, it's right up there with calling their team rock stars. Yeah, and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guru. Yeah. yeah. Um, could, could you take a deeper dive into exactly how you you – what tools you use, and, sure. and I'm sure you do have a proprietary. We do have, now, a, we do algorithm, we have a, not an algorithm, but a, but a tool. <laughs> right. but a tool. Sure, sure, sure. But um, if you could, you know, if if made up company X Y Z wanted yeah. to do business, what kind of tools and, and what would they expect? So we have at Theorem a uh, proprietary tool mm-hmm. uh, that is like a is, that's a market research tool, very okay. much like a Survey Monkey, right? Right. Where okay. we will build a set a of pillars and questions based on what our client wants to know more about their business. Mm-hmm. So we will create these questions, agree to the topics of those mm-hmm. questions, and essentially um, our client will say, we want you to speak to people in this X line of business. So our panel, which we have uh, like a panel directory in this mm-hmm. tool, of 300 plus agency professionals are in this panel. Okay. And based on uh, their knowledge and their experiences, we ask if they would be able to provide insightful information mm-hmm. and details on Company X or on the market that Company X is in. 
And what they do is they give us their unbiased insights and feedback on that market or on that client specifically if they yep. have experience on them. Mm -hmm. And what's great is that that insight and that feedback is um, is is, disclo is like disclosed information. So it's no one knows that's coming from you, Dan Reyes. Got you know, it. okay. it's it's kept uh, anonymized was the word that I was trying there to think go. of. Yeah. Okay, because essentially we ask a combination of qualitative and quantitative questions, yep. right? And with that quant uh, data, right, we uh, essentially average out all that. Sure. information, sure. all that data, all those numbers. And then with the qual data, we take the most consistent insights and feedback sure. and we present that client in a final presentation. Sure. So, and, and all of this is still centered, which, which I think is what we're going to get into if we start debating a little bit. Mm. All of this comes down to having the data in the first place. Okay. How do we collect that data? How do we get that data? And, and, you know, and then what we do with it, right? So that's how marketing has inevitably changed. Mm. Right. And especially in my tenure in marketing, which my, I've been in the game for Oh, Jesus, 16 years maybe now. Um, data is the great differentiator now, right? And what's so interesting is that, and <laughs> so many people are so guilty of doing this, is that if you just put numbers on a paper it, and you give that to somebody, it's, that's all that is. It's just numbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need to have a strategy behind those numbers, yeah, for ways sure. that you're optimizing, right? Ways that you're, you're changing that strategy along the way. If you gave your budget to a display in a video ad campaign, being able to decide where to shift that budget more so based on performance. Right. You know, you gotta have data that showcases that information because if it's just numbers and yeah. you're just handing that over, it's useless, right? <laughs> the great want is tell me what to do. Yeah. What is yeah. the strategy yeah. that yeah. I have going forward? Sure. What worked, what didn't work, sure. where the optimizations need to happen, and what is my strategy going forward, right? Sure, that's fair. Yeah, that's I, fair. I was talking to someone here at DSM about about data and, and delivering it to to our clients, and um, I think there is some confusion in, in the industry that transparency in data is to show them everything, mm. right? And just here's all the data and, yeah. and, and take a look at it, but that's not, that doesn't help. Mm. Transparency no. in data is helping them understand it too. So you can't knowledge dump them with an Excel spreadsheet sure. and say, hey, here's all your data. Mm. We're being transparent. That doesn't, sure. that doesn't help anybody. Sure. And uh, most, most businesses we cater to don't have the understanding or complexity right. internally or the capabilities or resources, I should say, internally to even facilitate that. Right. The transparency yeah. is helping them to understand. Right. But I also think the problem is also is a lot of these brands or advertisers, they want click-through rates mm -hmm. and impressions. Yeah. And yeah. Vanity that's metrics. so vanity and <laughs> table stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the There's real so method. Yeah, that, that should be a t-shirt. There yes. is behavioral data. There's yeah. location data. There's, my gosh, there's psychographic data, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I can say that, you know, Leon is a soccer enthusiast based out Hashtag of Ma Ma based on Ma based out of Mawa, <laughs> New Jersey, right? He likes pizza. He's uh pizza. you know my point is that oh, it's pretty accurate. It's very he knows me. well I got Dexter his, knows I got me. the data. So he knows me. it's very it's very <laughs> it's very scary how much how granular you can get. It's from the proprietary algorithm. Data. He plugged it into the proprietary <laughs> yeah, algorithm right, and spit out right, everything. Right, you need right, to know. Right, <laughs> but it's scary. It's scary and it free, and it freaks people out. If, well, it's, it's very big brother. Yeah. It's very big brother. We're gonna get to that next. Okay. Ready, folks. Next questions. Here we go. This one's for Exter. Ready? If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. If I'm Ooh. not back in five minutes, just oh, wait I longer. See, I see. I Scream? No. Oh. oh. Ace Ventura. All right. All right. First penalty of the down. podcast <laughs> is. I'm nervous for you. <laughs> I'm actually legitimately nervous. Oh, no. I don't. I don't know all of them. Read it out loud. 
Doritos bag in 10 seconds? Oh, <laughs> my friend. You are now going to... We're going to set a timer. Doritos are the best. Is it, is it Cool Ranch nacho, or nacho? nacho? Can I tell you the last time I had a Dorito <laughs> was probably like when I was 15 years old. <laughs> He's probably... Are you like a total health food nut? Like no, we're totally no. I mean, yeah, I mean, yes. But I mean like... It's okay. because I've, I've been seeing Doritos recently, and I'm like, man, I haven't had one of these in a long <laughs> See that, time. man? You see yeah. that? <laughs> it's a proprietary go. algorithm. We, all right, so you have, wait, somebody set a timer. You got to finish. This is, we should, we should preface. This is a 150-calorie bag. It's a little one. Great. It's like the kid's snack bag. You got to finish the whole thing in 10 seconds. I'm actually starving. So. <laughs> <laughs> I really think it's going to be easy, to be honest uh, with you, but all right, ready? Yeah. One, two, three, go. Go. Oh! <laughs> Wait, this is way too easy. He, oh, oh, it's a disaster. Dan is making a decent Two, mess. One. And oh, oh, oh. So, no, didn't do it. So Dan just poured out. There, there are approximately I don't. I'm gonna say two ounces worth of totally chopped up chips at the bottom of the bag that didn't make it into his gullet. But man, you tried. Yeah. And he's hey, it's gonna take hey, him three record. minutes to talk again. That's so good though. <laughs> fun to watch i'm sorry it's a podcast we that will be uh we'll, we'll post that to social where's the intern to clean this up <laughs> <laughs> i th literally a third of them just made it into his lap I i'm not entirely convinced <laughs> oh that was epic Get <laughs> don't don't choke please we don't have insurance this is an uninsured this podcast is not insured She's got water. She's gonna bring, gonna bring water. All right, all right, Reyes, this is on you. you just hand me I don't want to go penalty to penalty. I'm thinking of which one I'm gonna give you. Okay, Dan, this is a this was a very popular movie in the '90s. Was a little Come close on, to choking, by the way. Want to throw that out? There. <laughs> it was fantastic, featuring very big celebrities. Okay. It means nothing to me. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. When were you? When were you born, Dan? '89. Okay. All right. That's my, bro that's so, my brother's so, age. So, so, so I can. I Although can, you were I, alive for the '90s. If I wanted to be a jerk, I could call myself an '80s baby. Mm. But I was no, not. no, 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 no. No, can't. Can't officially. All right, Dan, you ready? No. The quote is, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't oh exist. Oh, my God. You oh. couldn't give this one to me? Are you kidding me? I know, I know the quote. If he doesn't get it, do I, can, I, can I please just <laughs> you can, fill yeah, in? Can, you can, buzz I, can, in. I, can I phone a friend? You can buzz it. He still no. gets the penalty. No, no, that's fine. He definitely gets the penalty. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled oh. was convincing the world he, he didn't, didn't exist. exist. It's an oh. epic quote. It is an epic no, quote. I no, I know the quote. We gotta set a timer. It's 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 obviously Space Jam. No. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I throw it out? Can I throw it out? Go, Dan. The Usual Suspects. Yeah. Bingo. I've seen that. I've seen that. Bingo. <laughs> Kaiser Sose. And just like that, he was gone. Oh, I dude, I love. I absolutely love Ooh, that movie. I get. Ch I, I get absolutely chills love it. every time I still see the end of that th movie. That, the, that was so well casted. And I think that was pretty. All right. Yeah. Oh. A handful of wasabi peas. Oh, oh no! Wow. You have to eat an, a handful of wasabi peas. How in are one your shot. How are your sinuses? Uh, about to be awful. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> no, dear God! Let's clear them up. Oh dear God! It is a fresh box of wasabi. This peas. is great. I was gonna stop for a snack <laughs> and, on the way back yeah, to Hoboken. No, I don't good. have to anymore. You're good. I also want to say my girlfriend loves these i cannot stand them. <laughs> that is a that's a weak handful that's right, a weak handful uh, and he puts the that's ones better, that were already yeah. in his hands back into the pile yeah, let's, just, let's maybe discard so those those are tomorrow. those are dan's wasabi pieces. all right now. dan so dan all, has all at once yes yeah. well dan has what i would consider an acceptable handful yeah, of wasabi peas i don't know if i can fit all of this oh you 
This is. Somebody, you might need to bring a garbage pail. You also might want to grab a water. Oh, milk. Maybe milk. Wasabi well, peas at least aren't. Are, it, I think individually they're not particularly spicy, but a handful yeah, at one them. shot may put you over the edge. Yeah. All right, count me down. All right, ready? There's no time limit. You just got to put the whole handful in. No, it. I, I know. Three, two, one. Go. Go. <laughs> That's pretty oh, good. Oh, it's so many wasabi good. peas in one <laughs> shot. Oh no, he's chewing. <laughs> this is not gonna end well. <laughs> His eyes are turning red. He is clearly struggling. And uncomfortable. Too. Oh, he's very uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable watching him. I know. I'm so uncomfortable. Oh, you're going to get through this, man. You're going to get through. Is there water in that cup for him? Oh, dear God. Oh, oh. <laughs> It's a delayed heat, Dan. It's a delayed heat. But see, at least something were to happen. He's under the company's insurance policy. Yeah, so fair. He's all right. We are I'm, on I'm site. Not, so. We are. He's an employee. We are on site. Oh, try a drink, man. I, I'm just, I'm, it's too uncomfortable to watch. Oh. Dan is not going to eat dinner tonight. This this probably will be enough to put him over the edge. That's not exactly a good base. Oh, on top of the whiskey you just drank, too. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, great, great mix. Great oh. mix. Such an interesting combination. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, guys. All right, we'll get to All two right. more movie quotes, but uh, after that, I just I feel so bad for you both. All right. I see hot sauce over there. They're They're good. They taste delicious. I see hot sauce over there, which yeah. makes me nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Okay. Oh, God. So let's talk. Listen, we're, we are, to a certain extent, as digital marketers, to a certain extent, we are, uh, we are philosophers. We have to be, mm -hmm. right? We always have to be considering what's going on in the marketplace, but more importantly, what's happening next, mm -hmm. right? There's bleeding edge, bleeding edge shit that happens all the time mm -hmm. if you're a successful digital marketer. The ones that rest on their laurels and don't look to the future are basically screwed. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about the future of digital marketing, okay? And, and I think this is where we're going to have some fun, at least I hope, right? AI is a friggin' buzzword. Uh, you know, everybody wants to talk about programmatic marketing right now. Everybody wants to talk about computers doing our jobs. What does the future of marketing look like in your humble opinions? Because I, it, it, to me, it's not necessarily a good thing. And I'm, a, I'm an old school dude, right? So, and I'm a bit of a cynic. Those who know me understand that. Marketing has always been cyclical to me. Mm. Every trend that I've seen somehow still comes back to direct mail. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. direct mail is still a successful, <laughs> you know. I just read something about saying that direct, <laughs> it's like one of, direct It's a mail. successful medium. And so it's just email. So it's regular email. Yeah, exactly. But but it seems like we're, we're always trying to push the envelope, yet somehow we always come back to the shit that works, mm -hmm. right? So where are we going next? Where's more? I, I don't even, I still, still, I've, I've sat through 15 seminars on blockchain. Mm. Do you, still, do you know what it is? No nope. <laughs> effing clue. I don't fucking know what blockchain is. I took like I don't like, and I worked See, in IT for so, eight so years. So some of my notes are here on, on blockchain, in case you did ask me about blockchain. <laughs> I don't, so I I don't even, like, I don't, we don't even need to go deep on it. I just, is this the future of marketing, or are we just wasting our time? Like, what does it look like for you? What happens next, man? I'm not <laughs> sure we can really say. So, if because if you had asked what six seven ten years ago what the future of of marketing was i don't think people would, would be saying probably not what they're saying now ar oh. vr um even content marketing out content marketing yeah. since, since the 30s but really in the last five or ten years it's, it's kind of picked up um i think the reason that it, it comes back to direct mail and more traditional stuff is because this industry mm -hmm. has a habit of running to the next shiny object it's dude it's so we're add by design so mm. right now everyone's running to ar vr soon they're going to run to blockchain i don't know 
insert XYZ here. Yeah. And then you cycle back and say, all right, I just want to create a really engaging piece of content with sure. a great user experience that's very interactive. And everyone's doing that now, but mm. five years from now, because the fundamentals, everyone would have moved on to the next thing, and yeah. that it's kind of retro. It comes back in, and then you can start doing it again. Because the fundamentals of marketing are is consumer behavior. Right. The fundamental is consumer. It's, mm -hmm. it's just people. Now, this is kind of where we got into a little bit of a debate mm -hmm. over dinner, because I believe the the fundamentals of consumer behavior we're forcing a change upon, mm. right? So when when we grew up as kids, as a for instance, I have a five and a half year old and a four year old. They all have iPads. Every every kid mm. needs to like my kids have four iPads in the house. Like it's just commonplace now for kids. They're digital pacifiers, but they're consuming content that is targeting them, mm. right? So their 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 consumer behavior is changing. We're forcibly changing their consumer behavior at a younger age. It mm. wasn't like that for us. Mm. Yeah, we saw a TV commercial for a toy we really wanted. And it's like, mom, dad, can I have that toy? This is very different. Mm. That was just marketers hoping to get their message out. Now. Our children are being specifically targeted yeah. using some proprietary algorithm, <laughs> right? And and they're so we're forcing their consumer behavior to change at an earlier age. It's too easy for them to shop. So I read an interesting article actually this morning. It was, a re <laughs> it was a report about how smartphones are soon to surpass the amount of TV TVs in the household. Yeah, right. So <clears throat> doesn't surprise me at all. It's going to they've already surpassed toothbrushes. In the yeah. <laughs> so and that also debates true. That also has a great Wait, debate. I kind of want to go back to that. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. How many toothbrushes do you have in your house? <laughs> well, four. There's four of them. Um, but I also, keep the spare, <laughs> it also sparks a great debate of, of what is truly the, the first screen, right? Because now we have this. It's actually it's three screens, right? It's the TV, yeah. your smartphone, and a tablet. <clears throat> so it's it's which one of those three screens is the first screen? A lot of people are calling this, this device in my hand, which is an iPhone. Some people, it's their first screen. Which is completely changing the game. Yeah, yeah. I, but I think this is a terrible thing, right? Mm. <laughs> this is, and it's 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 blasphemy as a digital marketer. But I think this is a terrible thing. Are you talking about marketing to kids? I'm just no, talking, about, talking about, about the phone being a first yeah. screen. So I, I, and I'm not advocating for TV. I'm just saying right. I think I think it's too much. So in all things, I refer back to this is why it's worth a discussion. Right? I refer to Back to the Future, right? <laughs> so when all things get out of whack, I refer to back. <laughs> The Church uh, of Back to the Future. The Church of Back to the Future. I mean, there are so many scenes in that movie with the VR and the hoverboard and all yeah. those things. That My point is that as time changes and evolves, so does the technology. And as people, we either adapt to that technology or we just <laughs> lag and fall behind. So you refer to Back to the Future. I refer to Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park? We were so preoccupied to think whether or not we could, we didn't stop to think about whether or not we should. Mm. This movie quotes is awesome. I know. We can great. have this whole, the next podcast, we'll do the whole thing in movie quotes. But that's my reality, mm. which is, okay, we can do all of this cool shit. Should we, though? Mm. Should we be retargeting our children? Should we be changing consumer behavior at a younger age? Should we be on our phones when we should be having regular communication with each other? My, I, I, like... My, God bless my wife and I. We have a great relationship, but you know, when we sit in bed at night, we're on we're on our phones. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, we're, yeah. she's on her phone, I'm on my phone. Like we don't talk. <laughs> you can text each other. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, and I'm sorry, <laughs> Laura. Laura, who's listening to this, I, I, I apologize. I'm not throwing this under the bus. We have a great relationship, but that's not the point. Mm -hmm. Like this, I don't think this is all good. I think this is. I don't know where this is leading us to. Well, I, that's kind of where GDPR came from. Oh, you're really, are you reading my mind right now? Yeah, are you reading my it's mind? A, it's a Dan to Dan. It's a Dan to Dan thing. Oh, yeah. it's a Dan to Dan. Every, every Dan can commute telepathically. Jesus, I, know people awesome. that about. I already said GDPR and he said it. <laughs> this it was is very fantastic. bizarre. 
I'm living. Yeah. I'm that's thinking it. He said it. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that that's the nature of yeah. GDPR, which which is you know people think that it just got passed in the past week. May or two, twenty. May twenty fifth. Boy, the reality of GDPR is it's retribution for the Y two K nonsense. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. This is Europe saying, oh, "Fuck you guys." Yeah. We had to do all this shit for Y two K. Now right, you got to right, do this right, for GDPR. Right. <laughs> but it, but it, it speaks to the fact that you know. Uh, I think marketing got carried away oh, yeah. with consumer behavior because we mm. want to know everything because mm. you want to market effectively. Mm. So I want to know what pages people are on on our site, but not just our site, on other sites mm. and where are they hanging out and what Facebook groups are they a part of and what forms are they a part of and what subreddits are they subscribed to on mm. Reddit and who do they follow on Twitter. And I want to know all of this so that I can get them to give me their money faster. And yeah. as a response to that, Europe was saying, okay, everyone needs to slow down yeah. and think about the person first. But if I can just rewind a little bit, yeah. when you were talking about technologies and like you mentioned AI, right? So to me, those kinds of technologies are really gonna be complements to what we as human beings can do, sure. right? So everyone freaks out with technologies like AI. You know, mm -hmm. they think the Terminator, Skynet, we're gonna be ran by the machines. Like yeah. That's a very, you know, <laughs> over-exaggeration, right? Um, to me, AI does really- Is it though? Hold on, but really, <laughs> it, does, it does great work that we as human beings can't, I mean, are you gonna go through Lines and yes. lines of, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, not. Rows and rows and columns and columns of data from da different data sources, then identify a trend or identify a person and understand their likes and, and be able to personalize that and add to that person's likes. Definitely not. To what that person does, to I, that person's I, behavior. I, there are, I am not diminishing the perceived values associated mm. with AI and, I, 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 and, and other sort of. I'm not saying that there isn't a place. I wrote a blog post on this. It's on mm. our site about about artificial intelligence and the fact that it's such a crazy buzzword right now. I, I'm I I'm advocating for it. Mm. I am, however, advocating in addition to that or beyond that to some guidelines, some stoppage points. Some there's got to be a point, and you know. Our computer's going to take over the world. I don't know. The Matrix was a great movie, but I, I don't, you know. <laughs> I don't like the first one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it's a little far fit. But having said that, I think even if we forget about that for a second, the, it is there is a point, I think, where we, we sort of lose ourselves and our, our ability to communicate properly. Our ability, There's too many things that we're taking out of the equation. There's no, there's no room for unknown anymore. Mm. There's, no, there's no variables anymore. We're removing all the variables that make life so, ex so spectacular. Uh, that's very existential, but... It, yeah. it is, and I think we're moving away from marketing, so marketing wants to remove <laughs> But the are variables. we, though? Yeah, yeah. Exactly, but, that's, but I guess my question is, should we let them? So I, you know... <laughs> if depends I on which side you want to see it. Yeah. So, uh, so again, I'm speaking against what we do. No, I, just, no I know. Is there a so, point so at which which too much? He's um, defecting. He's defecting yeah. right now. <laughs> no, no, I actually, I, I agree with... with the anti-marketing committee. <laughs> I agree with, with Leon, but um, I love, as anyone who knows me, to play devil's advocate. So <coughs> we want to remove variables because I don't want every company to know everything about my life. Yeah. You know, I want to have some kind of independence, mm. but from a company's perspective, I'm not trying to waste my money. I'm not trying to totally. waste my clients' money. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And yeah. any any variable, anything I do not know that removes it, waste. That removes sure. waste. Right? Waste of money. Again, yeah. I get that. as marketers, that's our it's our responsibility. It's our duty to our clients to do that. But as a consumer, do you want to coin moral marketing? Yeah. <laughs> buy, so the, buy the domain right this now. This podcast. But so buy it. Leon was asking. Buy when, it. When does it become <laughs> too much? Right. When does it become too much? And if I can just do a quick little plug, one thing we do with Theorem is that we have a mid-year trends and insights report and a year-end trends yep. and insights report where we kind of do a litmus test of the market. We see some of the high 
um, talk, most talked about topics and conversations. We utilize this panel, and we kind of get a great market feel of trends and topics that are currently taking yeah, place. Yeah. One of those, of course, was GDPR, yeah. right? And you mentioned that. And what was interesting is that we asked our panelists, do they feel that um, regulations similar to GDPR are going to come over here to the U.S.? And it was like a yes and no response. Yeah. And what I mean by that, it was it was kind of in the no direction. However, there will be stricter regulations that will come here to the U.S., but not to the level of, of seriousness or detail like GDPR. So there are going to be regulations that will take place here in the U.S. Yeah. based on what our panel said to us, but not to the extreme of GDPR. So something has to get done. It's, the, it's still a little bit of the yeah. wild, wild west, right? We've had major issues, right, with privacy, most recently with Facebook, yeah. right? We've had major issues with brand safety via YouTube and Google, <clears throat> right? So there are problems and there are major gaps in the market. And things like GDPR, ads.txt yeah. are trying to be those solutions to those problems. Are they going to be the one-stop-all or the one-gap? No, because, listen, the bad actors out there are always going to try to be one step ahead. Sure, sure. And it also takes collaboration from both agencies sure. and publishers. It's both the buy side and the yep. sell side. Like coming together, like we are the world, coming together and <laughs> holding hands and agreeing to uh, be a solution to these to that? these problems. You don't remember buy that's before I mean, your time. I, I, I know it before my time. <laughs> so but it, it's so because we ask who is responsible for data privacy? Is more so publishers or is it more yeah. so um, advertisers, right? Yeah. Or agencies. Everyone was kind of saying it was a little finger pointing at yeah, the sure, other side. Sure. Or some of our panelists were also saying it's going to take an effort from both sides to come together and collaborate and figure it out. Yeah. Listen, I, I, we're probably going to have to do a part two here. Totally. Because like, down. yeah, because I, I like I really like where this is going. This is really good content, but we're, we're a little over we're over where we wanted to be from the times, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I listen. I think that what you guys do is very important in that regard, and that insights report is huge. Yeah, I, I send you a copy, man. Yeah, please. And I think 100%. let's let's share it. Let's post it. Let's yeah. share it, people, because this is this is, I think, if it is if it wasn't for people like you know the people that do what you do, yeah. the industry would be a little bit lost in that regard because mm. there is so much going on, and it's really hard to keep on top of all this shit. So mm. the fact that somebody can consolidate all that data into one place is pretty important yeah, and share you. those insights. So well done on you. Let's do two quotes and let's call it a day. Love it. They're going to be they're going to be fairly easy cuz Dan, I don't want to put you through that again. That was horrific. Yeah, Just don't. watching it was terrible. My eyes. So Dan, your <laughs> Reyes is going to go first. Oh, okay. come on. Dan, this is a layup. Don't, literal don't. layup. You don't, don't want a layup? I do, but no. don't press. He doesn't it. like the pressure. It's a layup. Oh, it's a layup. Actually, it's not a layup. I'm going to give you this one. Okay, ready? <laughs> hey, isn't that the big dipper? Yeah, and it looks just like Uranus. <laughs> it's not a layup. <laughs> not a layup at all. <laughs> yeah, I'll. I'll I, uh, I don't say, want. say it in the accent. The, the accent. <laughs> I can't. I, I, I can't do it. Really There's one word I could add that might give it away. What if I said baby? Hey, isn't that the oh, Big Austin, Dipper, baby? Is it Austin Powers? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I had to do it. Quote. I had to do it because I didn't want him to. I didn't want him to do a terrible. Pattern. I had a crisis of whether Austin Powers <laughs> was like late nineties or early two thousand. Okay, Austin Powers also the demise of Mike Myers' career. Yeah. <laughs> Once yeah. those were done, yeah. there's a great study that can be done about that. Okay, so I'm going to give you a soft one. Okay. We're going we're to see if Exter's in touch with his feminine side. Oh boy. I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. My wife is going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> this is, she is going to be like, this was like the biggest, yeah, you have. <laughs> this was the biggest date movie of the 90s. One of the biggest date movies Say of the 90s. Say it to me one more time. 
I'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. Oh my god. <laughs> Give him one actor. Go ahead. Don't look at me. Hugh Grant. Oh, is it Love Actually? No. Oh. No. no. My wife is definitely going to kill me. <laughs> I was going to say Love Actually. <laughs> oh no. Oh shit, let's see the penalty. I hope it's a good one. Oh, oh dear god. Oh like dear god. This is the last one, so make it a good one. Eat blueberry muffin with hot sauce. Oh no. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Okay, Do so we have, a blueberry we, muffin? we have the uh, our, our CFO went shopping for snacks for us at the office and bought the little bites. You could tell she has kids, young kids. Oh, so we have the little bites there's, muffins. There's, there's none left. There's none left. Oh, oh, no. There's chocolate chip, isn't there? No. Oh, you may have dodged a bullet. Do you man. want me to pull another one? No, no that's okay, not. Fine. No, that's fine. You just dodge a bullet. Do no, I'm Doritoed out. <laughs> I've got my fix for All the right, next listen, 15 years. Listen, I'm good. I, I like you too much. I'm not going to make you do a hot sauce thing. But. Can I just do? I, I'd love to hear another movie. Oh, you want to give him? All right, let's do one more quote. If that's okay, I know okay, we're, yeah, long, yeah. we're No, 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 no. Okay, you're a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. You're a sad, strange little man. You're a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. I recognize these, but <clears> I can't. It's a cartoon. In like an animated movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Disney. Ooh. Like a Pixar? Ooh. I think oh, I know. Yeah, it's Pixar, yeah. Is it Pixar? Mm-hmm. You're a sad oh, little man. Maybe not then. You're a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Come on. Toy Story? Yep. Yeah! Oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice, nice, nice. And, I remember when Burger and King and had the, the little toys, I used to go nuts and oh, make sure my parents yeah. got me. The, this is the last one. This is the last one. My favorite. Okay. ABC. A, always. B, B. C, closing. Always be closing. Oh always my. be closing. Great sales movie. Yes, the <laughs> sales movie. Wait, is this for me? <laughs> no, it's for it's just <laughs> Open forum. Open forum. So, so here's the problem. Come on, two names. So hold on. So I know Al Pacino's in it. Okay. <laughs> two names. Come on. I also know... That it's a young Alec Baldwin. That's it is a young also. Alec Baldwin. You see this watch? This scene you see, I have. Yeah. <laughs> I have I'm, I'm trying to like I remember. Ma- the I make YouTube people watch this scene. Head. It's terrible. I make people watch this scene. See oh this watch? God. I had a guy behind me in my office that wouldn't shut the hell up about this movie too. <laughs> and then I finally watched it. I was like, the okay, name of the movie sounds like a law firm. Oh my god. What's the first letter of the first word? G. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Bingo for the win. <laughs> Listen. I can't thank you enough for coming. Oh to take man, part what a this. pleasure! This is great. We're gonna yeah. do a part two because I like me where this too. is going. Yeah, this is awesome. Give me one last plug of everything you got: your charity, your your company, your website, social channels, everything. Yeah, so definitely check out our the business that pays me. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good <laughs> which, idea to plug it, which is uh, Theorem. <laughs> yeah. uh, www.theoreminc.net. And then, of course, uh, you know, if you're a publisher in the digital ad mm-hmm. ecosystem looking for help and advisory, ad ops, creative build, data. We're your group. We're your cool. guys. Cool. Um, also, with my nonprofit, that's layupsforlife.org. Awesome. L-A-Y-U-P-S, number four, life.org. We are actually running a charity basketball tournament on Saturday, July 21st awesome. at the Bridgewater Hoop Heaven. Awesome. Um, partnering up with someone that's helping me raise a little money. Uh, not nearly as big as the one that mm. I do typically end of April, where we average about 40 teams a year. That's spectacular. This is a little bit of a watered-down version, yeah, yeah, but yeah. another great opportunity for us to raise money, and I really appreciate Rally Social Social Sports for cool. helping us. should be a fun day. Awesome. So glad That's to hear. As usual at the DSM Group for us, man. Thank you guys so much. That was a blast. Awesome. Yeah, awesome time. Yay! Sweet. Well done.
exactly are we thanking them for playing? The game? We're thanking them in advance? Yeah, sure. It's a proactive podcast. Should we, oh, we say, can't change the game Can't now. we just say thanks in advance for playing? And then at the end, once they've played, say thanks for playing? Doesn't make any 